about scholars usually focus on results and forget the process that is necessary to achieve those results which require the conscious efforts of being that create the right environment to blossom today's episode will reflect on the being part with our guest who is the state coordinator for vijayana bharati of Vid- vidyarthi vigyan manthan examination in punjab he did his phd in studies on environment diversity in different agro ecosystems soil properties vermicast and gut bacteria from gurunanak dev university amritsar punjab india with various awards and publications under elsevier and springer currently an educator let's welcome dr sharan preet singh hello doctor it's great to have you on the Thank podcast you. scholars knowledge to wisdom Thank you, ma'am. Thank you very much. And where are you joining us from? Location is in Kalanor. It's a okay. small town in district Gurdaspur, and okay. uh, this town has also has a traditional importance because this Kalanor city is famous for the Shiv temple, basically. Okay. And uh, this place is also famous because uh, there is some Mughal history uh, also belongs to this place because, uh, as per literature and details, uh, the Mughal uh, empire. by akbar uh, the coronation of akbar was done in kalanor mm-hmm. so this city has a historical point of perspective and it also okay. has a, a religious perspective basically. so it's okay. a small town in the district gurdaspur near the border uh, thank you Kalanor. for the uh, detail uh, description of the location <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, so before we dive into your research journey take us to the three letter word why of uh, you doing the research in context to phd um uh, after msc uh, you know i had work in a punjab state council for science and technology in the project of kandi area basically kandi area is a type of area in the punjab in which no particular vegetations like wheat rice that cannot be grown because there is a lot of challenges for the farmer so i have started my journey in the you know search from the that particular that particular area uh, mm-hmm. but when i was working in the project uh, then i realized that i have to start the pid based on these kind of circumstances Mm-hmm. so for that i have to you know left my job because it's not easy for me to you know continue with the job and the pid at the same time during mm-hmm. that uh, time mm-hmm. so after that i have left the job and started the journey of the pid i mm-hmm. came back to khalsa college i joined there as a project associate and finally mm-hmm. i joined in a pid program of the gurunanak university in 2016 under the same project Mm-hmm. so my advisor dr darshpal vig and my co advisor dr jaswinder singh okay they actually they are both are have you know given me the strength and that kind of confidence that mm-hmm. i can pursue the pid in a very very nice way mm-hmm. so those my advisors they are very helping a lot to you know start my pid journey and mm-hmm. uh, of course my doctor your co advisor dr jaswinder singh he also got a uh, a uh, youngest scientist of the world basically youngest scientist of the universe award by the lgvm okay so that moment is was very critical moment because uh, i also want to you know follow the path of the dr kishwinder mm. and when i asked discussed the in the issue and then he told me that you can go with the pid 
because when you do the PID, you can got different different kind of these opportunities in the future. So mm. after that, I have make a mind made a mind that I have to pursue my PID. And in 2016, I you know started my PID journey, mm. and that has been ended on the year 2020 okay. after COVID. So um, I would uh, like to rephrase it as the role of of your mentors, of you being mm-hmm. in in uh, in research in context to PhD. That was the major role. No, definitely, guide has or advisor has a major plays a very big role because when you got a good guide in the PhD, then mm-hmm. your PhD journey will become very very easy. But mm. sometimes you got a, a guide that is not as much as helpful as you demanded. Mm. At that time, you will face difficulties. And sometimes in the universities, we have seen that uh, uh, there is a lot of additional charges are given to the professors. Mm. So that also, you know, kind of uh, kind of hurdle in the PID journey. So I think if your guide is very very stable and it's very very you know uh, good for you, then it will be easy for you to you know grow or you can. Continue with the PhD study very smoothly, but if mm. you do not get a good guide, then it's very very. You can did have a PhD, but uh, it will mm. take a time, and it will also mm. require a patience. Mm. Yeah. So as you talk about the patience, uh, so let's uh, take our uh, conversation ahead uh, with this uh, five-letter word that is habits that play a key role in in the life. Mm. So um, share your top. five habits that served you on on your journey to research a, um, of the phd uh actually phd had developed a lot of uh, good habits in uh, you know uh, my schedules uh, because uh, before phd i used to work in the lab in the ac rooms you know and you have that kind of environment was there mm-hmm. but when i have started my phd journey So in my PhD journey, my work was divided into two different parts. One is the summer part, and one is the winter part. In summer part, we usually go to the fields for the earthworm collections and collecting the soil samples, and that was a very, very you know big hurdle for us. But in that way, we have managed the schedules in such a way that we can sample the earthworm very, very you know uh, early in the morning, then get have some rest in the afternoon, and then go in the for the uh, further process or further. Evaluations of the work in the evening. So timing, you know, PID has you know given us the importance of the timing in the study, mm-hmm. and after that, efficiency and accuracy. Because uh, in PID, when we started the PID, we you know do, to do experiment or to perform experiment, there should be efficiency or accuracy of the experiment. Okay. Mm-hmm. So PID, you know, has given us that kind of temperament that we can perform the experiment in a very efficient way. So that's why we, we, you know, it, uh, because when we did not get the proper result, we have to repeat the experiments multiple times. Mm-hmm. And in PID, when we becomes accurate and become efficient, then we used that, you know, experimentation time for the other works. And after that, it's a better learner mm-hmm. because uh, when we, uh, you know, started the PID journey, we do not have an idea about the experimentations, about the material and methods. Okay. so we have you know gone through the different kind of research papers we met with the different different scientists or expert of the this the same field so we have learned a lot from the, those and after one year of the these kind of uh, you know schedule time frame due we have started the accurate uh, you know accurate work of my phd 
so learning mm. efficiency and accuracy timing these all have improved in my schedules as it really helped me in my phd journey mm. Uh, so very mindful insights you gave uh, especially uh, that is you um, like on the time management you said then the efficiency yeah, yeah. the accuracy efficiency and and, accuracy. and and you became a better learner to, uh, on better the process learner. and these all yeah. and these all covers by the one particular thing that is a discipline because okay. when you have a particular discipline you have a particular yeah. schedule and you have to go through that schedule on daily basis then these habits can be repeated on a normal way but mm-hmm. if you are not very disciplined then you have some difficulties in to you know go with the these kind of uh, things like timing efficiency accuracy better learner when you become disciplined you mm-hmm. can go with this in a very very easy way. yeah yeah uh, i think that uh, repetitive and um, in 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 very disciplined way the repetitive uh, mm-hmm. uh, positive habits that will um, make you i would say the better learner on this journey to phd yeah. <laughs> yes. so uh, as as we go from the why to the habits so let's move to the challenges i think that the research journey at at every step one face new i think the new challenge is is ahead so yeah. uh, Let's share with us the top uh, three challenges that uh, you faced and that re- reshaped your thinking and empowered you on your research journey. Uh, my research work was on Arthmon basically, and yeah. uh, actually, I, I was very fond of the traveling basically before the PAD. But when in the summer we have to collect the Arthmons from the field, had to collect the Arthmons from the field, but. uh that was a very very typical challenges because in a month of june july august it's a lot of you know uh, kind of uh, hot seasons are there in the field but we have to go to the field for the earthworm collections mm-hmm. so that is very very you know big challenges for us to travel to collect the earthworm in the fields and we have to collect all the earthworms in a day basically because mm-hmm. then we have to collect the earthworms these earthworms are usually observed on the upper level of the soil in the you know day time because mm-hmm. at the night they will go to the bottom of the soil mm-hmm. so we have to perform the, all the experiments in the field in the hot you know hot seasons or hot uh, hottest day of the you know month july june mm-hmm. and that was were also very challenges for us and after collecting the earthworm we have to observe the same earthworms on the same day in the form mm-hmm. of leaves and mm-hmm. we usually collect the earthworm in the daytime and preserve the earthworm on the same day or some in the evening or at the night mm-hmm. so in that whole process we just got i think 4 to 5 hours snap basically so that mm-hmm. was also very very challenges for us and when you go to the field for the study you also gets different kind of kind of difficulties like food shelter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. water basically water because when we have uh, collected the earthworm from the malwa region like bathinda uh, muksar so there is a you know water secrecy as also there because water conditions are not as per appropriate as like the region of amritsar and gurdaspur mm-hmm. so we also you know uh, did the various kind of efforts to collect us some drinking water we mm-hmm. usually go to the homes of the uh, uh, villages home from the people to collect the water for the drinking purposes mm-hmm. so these are all the challenges we have faced in the field 
but we also learned from the lord how to deal with the person in the field because mm. when we go to the home to the people they are unknown to us but mm. we have to express our you know feelings to them that is also as a particular of the challenges for us how to deal with the different people which are unknown to us mm. so these you know when we have such challenges we also learned a lot of lot, lot of from them but mm. i think all scenario based we have a, a good experience with the research or in the field work and uh, i would like to know here uh, regarding the field field notes that you take uh, did mm. you uh, face a- any challenges in that being a novice while doing the research being a fresher yeah i told you that uh, being a fresher because when we you know started the journey from before that we have did experimentation at the ground level in the university's campus basically because university mm-hmm. campus have a lot of uh, you know uh, farming fields are there so mm-hmm. we have started the and do did one month or i think one and a half month training in the uh, agriculture farms of the university okay. when we get proper expertise after that we had you know traveled to the different different areas of the punjab mm-hmm. so my advisor they you know usually traveled with me in the university farms to how to collect the earthworms how to preserve them how mm-hmm. to make a quadrate to collect the earthworms so my advisor mm-hmm. have you know give the whole the training in the agriculture farm and when he got that we have get expert in that after that we had travel to the field mm-hmm. so in that way we do not in starting we have some difficulties but uh, with the time we have managed all the things so like um, when we work in in a field so we get an opportunity mm-hmm. to work as as a team So, so what learning? Yeah, team, yeah. yeah. So what yeah. learning you took from there? Actually, team, actually, field work is basically based on the team. Because when, because when we go to the field work, I am not alone. I have mm-hmm. a team member of two or three basically persons are with me. Because uh, when we collect the earthworm, I used to collect the soil samples. One of my friend he used to collect the EPS data. so mm-hmm. earthworm collection how many earthworms were collected what was the environmental temperature at that time what was the soil moisture at that time mm-hmm. if i was alone then i have i had to do all, all the work in, by in a symbiosing and it mm-hmm. takes takes a lot of time but mm-hmm. in a team work that time frame can be reduced so team work is really really helpful for us and in field work basically when you go with the team then we also have a less depression level as when you go to the team then you do it's a very you can do the sampling in a very very fun way but mm-hmm. in a alone it's very very challenging so team work is a, should be there if there is a field work okay so moving from the field work to the lab work and uh, and to the mm-hmm. and to writing the manuscript share some challenges that you faced while writing the manuscript uh <laughs> uh in 2016 i joined a pid journal and my advisor given me to write a review article on okay. earthworm extraction from the soil hmm. and when i write my first article there is it i you know i was at that time i was not aware about the plagiarism policy okay and uh, when i you know written my first manuscript and my uh, i given to the hand over to the advisor and advisor you know checked the same by plagiarism and it, i think it's 60% 55% 60% plagiarism was there mm. so my advisor asked me then you have just 
to copy paste the data you have to know write anything by yourself so that was my first moment and i have started you improvise the data or improvise the lines of the different different researchers how to write the manuscript in a proper way so that it can be give a good message mm. and without any plagiarism mm. so that we have you know we had uh, learned through the different different systematic process and mm. uh, it took me about one year to complete that manuscript but after mm-hmm. when i have and at the last the manuscript has uh, about uh, 5% manuscript 10% is usually acceptable in the international manuscript mm-hmm. and 5% plagiarism was there and mm-hmm. that published the last paper was published in uh, a springer publisher journals mm-hmm. and the fact factor was near about 3.4 something at that time mm-hmm. so it took me about one year to you know how to improvise the lines how to improvise the data to reduce the plagiarism so mm. that we can only learn when we deal with the things mm. so when somebody start with the pid first of all they have to get some idea about the research publications and the plagiarism policy and now ugc has launched a program in the pid pre pid course work mm. and students get aware about the plagiarism policy at that mm. at our time that policy So, you know that kind of curriculum was not present in the pid uh, coursework but mm-hmm. now ugc has implemented the things in the uh, curriculum so that mm-hmm. student get aware about the plagiarism policy and their acceptance ratio in the starting phase of the pid mm-hmm. so that would be really helpful for the students who will pursue the pid uh, from uh, this year or from uh, onwards year okay so uh very mindful insights you gave on the challenges that you faced uh, from the field work to the to writing the manuscript mm-hmm. so uh, mm-hmm. what definition of research would you derive from your research journey uh, definition of research according to me uh, basically research is a research is a combination of two words reading mm-hmm. and search that is already uh, we have to deal with the things that are already researched by the other people mm. or by other scientists so whenever do research we have you know get some new results and mm. we publish these new findings to the people that what they have done mm. at that year and what we are doing in this year mm. so i think whenever uh, you know do start the research it will basically deals with the uh basically research of the findings of the people that they have done in their times and what we are doing that will be also become a research purpose for the people who will do research in the future so mm-hmm. i think it's a reinvestigation of the things okay yes so uh moving from the definition of uh, of research that is the reinvestigation of things as you said Uh, so from thinking mm-hmm. to the scientific communication being an educator what mm-hmm. do you think that has remained same versus what has changed uh yes i already told you uh before when we talk about about uh, one or two decades ago the people they don't have any kind of uh, instrumentation facility they did simple experimentations and they gave a result and published that but nowadays uh, the computation field is Yeah. when you want to have some good publications in a reputed journal you have to do lot of work with mm-hmm. lot of experimentations so this experimentation portion has been changed because uh, 
when we write the publications or research done by the scientists in the 90s basically they just did the simple experiment and they published the results in a very very good journal but when now we do the same work and try to publish in that journal that it will be not be acceptable because mm-hmm. now the different of technologies like nmr x-ray crystallography uh, like uh, nmr studies pcr studies dna cloning gene cloning lot of instrumentations or updated fields are there in the basic biology mm-hmm. so if we want to some good publications or in something very good good or like nature communications mm-hmm. we have to do with a lot of uh, kind of uh, uh, instrumentation facility should be there and it should be also we have a multi you know multiple alignments with the different different searches of the field like uh, when we do with the single phase research like we like i got my i am a botanist basically if i go with the botany i can't publish a good paper Mm. but if i will approach for the multidisciplinary research like uh, mm. uh, botany part will cover by me somebody will cover with the part of zoology some parts covered by the chemi- chemistry so multidisciplinary research gives give you good kind of finding for good kind of publication at the end so scientific communication level has been changed as per me and in future it will be also changing in a very very drastic way because day by day technology is changing So whenever you change your search as per technology you will get a good result and will get a good publication but if you will do the same things again and again or the things done by your seniors then you will not get publications or good publication at the you know at a, a one or two year after one or two years but i think if there would be a good public uh, good instrumentation there will mm-hmm. be also a good publication okay so um, so here if we take it to the basic level to the schooling level mm-hmm. if we inculcate the thinking and the scientific communication in a way so that they may develop the scientific temper from the schooling itself to uh, to go into the field of uh, research a- as a career so uh, share some uh, i would like to say that uh, on this mm-hmm. uh, school education actually uh... curriculum design for the learning basically uh, and uh, in the school curriculum research portion is missing mm. but uh, there are some uh, kind of uh, institutions which are providing the platform for the people or the for the students who are doing research in the uh, studying in the school there are a lot of uh, examinations like vidyarthi vigyan mantan examinations olympiads mm. they are providing the opportunities by which students are trying to solve the problems by using experimentations and cbse has also implemented the activity oriented learning program mm. so basic level of experiments we can perform in the school but if you want to you know do the experimentation or high five experimentation in the school then that will be not possible because mm. it requires a lot of funds and it also required a proper lab space which is basically not provided at the school because mm. schools have a that, uh, you know uh, that kind of a strength of the basically the wiki will be provided by the uh, kind of instruments which will be provided by the cbse the mm. school must have but if we want to do high five research that is not possible in the school but yes students can gain a scientific temperament if they spend some times in the lab science teacher has a very crucial role in that because science teacher can have give you a good temperament like uh, in the our school uh, in the 
you know uh, summer vacations we have given a one simple practical or even simple uh, activity for the students about the plastic degradation mm-hmm. we have given them a uh, three different kind of objects like one is a polythene one is a plastic and the one is a paper okay. we told the students that you have to dig a hole and put all these uh, plastic and uh, uh, polythene and the paper in the that hole and you have to cover that in uh, with the soil for uh, at least one month mm-hmm. and the students we also have given the instructions to the students that after one month you have to again you know dig a hole and find out the changes in the uh, the different that kind of things we have uh, you know put in the soil what are the changes are there and mm-hmm. students have learned that plastic and uh, polythene they remained as such but mm-hmm. the polythene uh, but the page or paper that stuck biodegraded after that student learned learned that uh, plastic is not easy to degrade in the soil mm-hmm. and uh, the paper and after that we have given the some experimentation to the students and what was the result that because mm. paper paper is made up of cellulose mm. cellulose degradation is a simple done in the soil mm. so student have learned that this kind of things has been observed and they also you know uh, given the instruction to their parents do not use plastic do not use polythene so we can aware the students but uh, after that when they get the proper scientific temperament then they can go with the uh, scientific work or scientific uh, theories in the master level or degree level program but mm. uh, school can play a role to provide that kind of scientific temperament so yeah. that basically starts from the school yeah. yes so very uh, mindful insights in the, that you, you gave man. so um, <clears throat> as we hear your uh, wisdom words for the phd scholars um first of all i want to you know give attention to the students that if they want to pursue a phd <clears throat> then they must go with the you know uh, good study in the master's level program along with the preparation of the net examination because uh, uh, ugc has made a compulsion the, when you have a phd you must have to clear the net examination for the uh, for the phd degree so net should be qualified and mm-hmm. if uh, the students get a net with the jrf then mm-hmm. they also get a fellowship in the phd program so that should be very very become easy for the students of the masters degree uh, for the phd students that because it's very become easy when they got funding from the government they can pursue the experimentation by their own way because when we need some simple things in the lab we can you know get procured by our own pocket so it will be easy for them after that apart from the uh, net there are some uh, other fellowships like uh, molana azad fellowships that is basically for the minority people in the india so mm-hmm. that i think amount was rupees 40000 rupees per month fellowship which students can get so for that they can students can also apply and gate examination is also there mm-hmm. so students can get enrolled in the pid after you know uh, clearing these kind of examination Suppose if students are not able to clear the examination of these uh, national review, then they can clear the university level of examination of the PAD entrance test, and after mm-hmm. that they can enroll in the PAD program. But after that, I think focus and ambition should be there, because um, I have seen that 
people usually enter in the PID or get enrolled in the PID program just to, you know, for the show off, to just to get a doctorate title. So mm. That should be, you know, some tricky for the uh, program or some of the guide because when you do not do not get the proper result at the end of the PhD degree, then you curse the degree. Sometimes students curse the degree without the PhD is not a good because mm. they have not that of ambitions or focus in the PhD. They have just enrolled for the time pass or just for the show off because so scientific temperament should be built. And you have that kind of dedication for that. You have to do some good research because whatever research you, they will do, they will help the you know uh, public or uh, common people or some societies. So I think these kind of things should be there. And uh, mm -hmm. student must have to you know decide their career or uh, decide their focus in the childhood. So, because when they focus, become focused or become, you know, punctual for that change, then they, day by day, they find different, different paths to achieve that. Mm. So, I think this should be in the students. And uh, after, at the end, I think I must say that students have to enrolled in a PID program and they also plan some good kind of work in the PID. Because whatever your career that will be become after the PID, that will be based on your PID research work. If you did, mm. if they will get good research work, they will get a very, very good positions after the PID. Mm. And uh, if they will not get, you did not get any good research uh, work or simple search, then they will face the difficulties. And nowadays, I think PID is not a sufficient. People are, you know, pursuing postdoc mm. for the, you know, for the career development. Yeah. So day by day, the norms are changing. But uh, I think we have to change as per norms. When we finish the PhD, then we have to go to postdoc for the career development. Then we go for the professor or some universities. So these all should be done in the face manner. So mm -hmm. in the PhD, good research work, good guide and good patients with a good focus. That should be there for a good research work and to, to decide. And these things decide your future in the like, you know, research career. Basically. Mm. Thank you so much, Dr. Sharanjit, for uh, sharing uh, and much. unlocking the wisdom to PhD journey. And uh, and I, I'm sure that uh, our listeners will definitely uh, will will get the insights from your research journey, and uh, and that will enlighten up their PhD journey too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.